Hey. Hi. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, sweet. Well, hello, everyone. You are listening to Peace of Peace podcast, an interview series that allows others a chance to share their story to inspire others. I'm here with Francesca, also known as Frankie, but I also call her Franchise Cake or Cheesecake or Cheese since like middle school because we go way back. (laughs) So hi, everybody. (laughs) Hey, I'm so excited she's here, but before we get started, just like a quick um, release. I want to make sure I have your permission to use your name, whatever you say, um, any information that you understand that this recording will be shared and it has the possibility of being shared all over the world. Maybe, maybe it'll get there, but it could. Um, and that I'm the owner of this content. Is that okay with you? Yep. All good. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So a little bit about Frankie. She has been my friend since forever. Literally. I want to say second grade. Yes. Way back. That's kind of when it started. Yes, way back. Um, She's a total bombshell. She's beautiful inside and out. Um, She's recently engaged. Um, What else? What else about you? Um, Well, I am currently an accountant. I work in Greensburg. Um, I'm getting married in August. My fiancé's name is Adam. And that's kind of me. I just work a lot right now. Yeah, you're the go-to with numbers. I feel like you're always helping me with stuff. And you do it like on top of your head. It's very um, admirable. Thanks. Thanks. I just share the knowledge, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's jump in. Um, what does beauty mean to you? Well, I think for me, um, beauty, now that I'm an adult, so I think I've had different definitions of beauty all throughout my life in mm-hmm. all stages of my life. And I think that's probably going to continue for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think right now, beauty to me is something that is not fitting in these boundaries or lines. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of something that is unique to each person or thing. Um, like, for example, I kind of you like, like when you're younger, I think you, you think of beauty is is what society shows you. Mm-hmm. So like, I think about like a dog I had when I was younger and her name was Raggers because she looked like a bunch of dirty rags. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. In my mind, I did not think Raggers was beautiful because that's not the dogs that were on the commercials. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, she was pretty cute. Like she was cute with her dirty rag look. (laughs) I think it changes. I think um, right now beauty to me is comes in all shapes and sizes of people, animals and things in general. Like I think a gas station that's like brand new and up and has like these bright neon lights. That's beauty to me. Yeah. I love to see it. So right. I think it, I think it changes. Oh, and I love, I love that you said that, that there's your definition change with the stages. Cause it's so true. Thanks. Yeah. I think like maturity has a lot to do with it. Like, you know, like, and I think like when you're young, you know, you, you play with your friends and you guys, you know, play dolls or play video games or play sports and, and you see um, different figures of what people look like or, or anything looks like. But as times change and as we change as people, I think our ideas change too. Yeah. And those examples you gave are awesome because they're totally different. Like you wouldn't think that. Um, so the images we see a lot 
and like that's what we deal with that's what we think beauty is so like you said the, the dogs we play with or like the dogs we see on commercials like we start to identify what we see as beautiful and then um we're used to that but now your definition right now is not fitting into those boundaries and every person has their own unique beauty I loved that and I love right. it thank you yeah because those um those images that we see all the time like they apply to different things like you said the gas station like that is a good example it's like yeah. it's just like what things are supposed to look like go beyond just people pe- places pets yeah no I love that right seriously I think I like I think a lot of times when people talk about beauty they think about for me like instantly my mind wants to go to women when somebody mm-hmm. says what's beautiful I want to pick out a, a person that I know that's a woman and that's who I want to say is beautiful mm-hmm. but that's that's so narrow-minded thinking just because that's my initial go-to doesn't mean that that's a true definition you know what I mean right so I think like everything can kind of have beauty in it I think nature can have beauty in it I think that there's beautiful things about vehicles like about things that don't contain life too right and you know what like as you're talking I'm like I guess when we start learning about beauty it's like we think things are beautiful because those are the things like that I'm supposed to look like. So like, we'll say like, Oh, Barbie's beautiful. Cause like we're supposed like in our, I mean, no one ever said that to me, but since we've seen Barbie so much. Right. That's what yeah. we, that's what we grew up with. And I think like part of growing up and maturing is realizing like, okay, Barbie, I, I don't, I don't have any kids and there's no young kids in my family that I, I'm super close to right now. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you what Barbie has come out with recently, but I can speak right. on the old Barbies that I used to collect. Right. They were all the same girl. Right. She was symmetrical. Yeah. She had long hair. She had nice nails. Right now I can tell you my face is not symmetrical. My hair is broken right. off and I don't have two big toenails. Right. I've got a lot of issues <laughs> if I'm trying to look like Barbie. And I think we all do in our own yeah. way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. I love that it changes through stages. I love that we mature out of that because that's a really toxic place to be in. Like it is. I think it sucks. Like why do we even get in that place in the first place? Like I hate it. I know. Oh my god, I know. And it's like everyone's default. Like we we think this is beautiful because this is what we're supposed to think is beautiful. And then thank God we I think are we, not saying that's our definition now. Right. Like, I think it changes. And I, I wish that we could, and I don't know if it comes with maturity. I don't know if things that there, things could be done to, to help people in general realize a different definition of beauty earlier in life. But mm-hmm. I do know that for me, it kind of came with growing up and just experiencing different people, different things and realizing mm-hmm. like, Hey, there's more than life to like life than your Barbie doll in the package. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so tell me about your self acceptance journey. How did that play out? And did you see like, that change throughout your maturing too? Well, I think that like for me and, and I know, you know, this Alexa, just because we've, mm-hmm. we've been with each other through a lot of stages in life. Um, oh, however, yeah. like, for me, I've always kind of been body image wise. I've always been like your typical skinny chick, you know, Yeah. like 
long legs, long torso, long arms, long neck. That's just me. Lanky Frankie. Like <laughs> it just, <laughs> that's just my body type. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a, a lot of times in my life, especially when I was younger and trying to fit in and it's something I think everybody experiences at that time in their life where I was like, Oh my God, like, I just want to look like somebody else. Like, I just want to look like my best friend, Alexa. That's who I want to look mm-hmm. like. Cause, cause you, cause I think when we look in the mirror, the mirror does something to us. It makes us like the way you, I see you isn't the way I see me and vice versa. Oh yeah. So we always want what we can't have, I think. And, um, self-acceptance for me was kind of hard at a young age. I mean, mm-hmm. I always knew who I was. Um, I found myself at a young age, but I didn't know how to be confident in my own skin. Mm -hmm. Um, I had insecurities. I tried to hide it with bad posture with a low messy bun for hair because I didn't want people looking at me because I felt Mm -hmm. like I looked weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I matured, I think that also changed. Um, And it's something that I'm still currently trying to change. Like Right now I'm 25. I think I'm 25. Oh God. Am I 25? <laughs> am I 25? <laughs> oh, oh my I? God. Um, yeah, I'm 25 now. And um, my body's still changing, you know, but I'm learning to love it for those changes. So now my body's going through the, Hey, you're at that age where you're like an actual adult and you're like a woman now. And you could technically like have kids at this point. Like you're getting some hips, you're getting some curves. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that, that, that one note skinny anymore I have a little mm-hmm. bit of curves that were hard for me to adjust to but mm-hmm. now that they're here I'm just like I love it mm-hmm. I'm like let's just see where else my body goes because it's it keeps me healthy it keeps me moving I'm able to drive to work I'm able to eat eat breakfast lunch and dinner you know mm-hmm. I just I'm just so grateful that that my self-love has grown with my maturity yeah I don't know and too like I, I don't think I've ever called you lanky. I know, like, you're taller. I'm like, I, every time I think of you, like, you are literally, like, you could be a model. I remember one time we were on vacation, and someone was like, hey, do you want to model for me? Do you remember this or no? <laughs> uh, no, not really, but I believe it. Yeah, we were in the elevator. I just remember that. Oh, my God, yes. And Wait, no, I do remember this. Yeah. <laughs> the elevator. So awkward, yes. <laughs> um, but, like... I would never think you would also compare yourself to others and wanting to look like them because you're beautiful. I mean, that's how I see you. And I mean, it's kind of like, duh, common sense. Everyone does it. But it still makes me, um, like, surprised. I think you're so beautiful. Thanks. I think, like, like, I think for everybody, it's, it's, I I think the skinny girl figure or I don't know what I'm trying to say like the the skinny girl the supermodel the as skinny Mm -hmm. as you are I think that was portrayed in the media so much that it's made Mm -hmm. everybody as a as a society be like okay well those girls don't if if you're skinny you that's one less problem you have one less problem than everybody else because everybody else wants to be skinny you know Mm -hmm. and I just think that's so not the case I think and I know how easy it seems because even sometimes now I'll catch myself being like, wow, she's so skinny. Gosh, good for her. And I'm like, wait a second. This is so, this is what, this is not the way it's supposed to be. It's, is she healthy? Is she happy? You know, what is she accomplishing in her life? What does she stand for? What changes does she make in a positive manner? So I think that like, 
that skinny girl facade that's always like shoved down everybody's throat makes makes it look like skinny people don't have issues or don't have insecurities and I just know from being that girl at one point I had just as much as the next person in my own wacky way Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean oh I need to like clap to that for a second so if you just get my little hands (laughs) together because that I yeah I loved every second that you just said everything every word every second you just spoke I loved it because it's being insensitive like people are being insensitive to skinnier people. Like mm-hmm. like you said, everyone has these everyone has a problem. And just because I'm skinny, it doesn't make me right? exempt. And that. I think like we get so hung up on like weight all the time. But like mm-hmm. I have other problems. I don't have no toenails right now. That's a problem. <laughs> I don't want to wear flip flops. That's a big problem to me. Yeah, like right. Everybody has something that they that they are insecure about, whether it be their nose, their hair, their skin, their their physical appearance when it comes to weight or height. I think there's always like something that that catches everybody in their own selves and being like, why can't I be like that? Why can't I have her nose? Mm -hmm. And nowadays, I just think like with plastic surgery and everything being so like prominent, especially like in the younger generation. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that that's also like giving people a false I want to say like false identity on like what somebody was like actually looks like mm-hmm. so I'm all for like plastic surgery or whatever anybody personally chooses to do like make yourself mm-hmm. happy don't hurt yourself make yourself happy that's my motto yeah. like that's fine with me but I also think yeah. like when I'm comparing myself when I'm saying oh my gosh I wish I had her nose okay but she didn't have her nose either right you know what I mean right so, like, right you have to like remember that I think when like making comparisons like yeah her nose is snatched and she looks great but like why am I putting myself down why can't right. I just leave it in? her nose looks great absolutely <laughs> right uh, yeah it's like we need to cut ourselves like, there off needs to be a period because... we need to like we need to start ending our sentences and saying like she is beautiful period done Yes, I agree with that because it all like that comparison is it's, it's, it's comparison a killer. Is, yes, it kills your joy and I hate <laughs> it. And it's so like normal to do and it's we need to make it not normal. I know. And like you said, we all do things that make ourselves more comfortable in the body we're in, whether it's wearing a certain dress or we um, get work done, like we get surgery or whatever or if we go to the gym or if I'm choosing to eat an apple over a Snickers Mm -hmm. like I'm doing these things I'm making these choices to make me feel more comfortable in my body and like that's great make yourself more comfortable in your body because it's hard to feel comfortable in your body but do that for you and don't say like oh I need to um, get my lips done because my friend got her lips done and it looks so beautiful and I just need, I need that too. Right. Like that's not good. But if you're doing it for you, go right, right. ahead. Yep. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, that was, that was great. I love that. Um, so where did your definition of beauty come from? Like, where did you, um, this just something over time that changed or like, did anyone influence this? So any like relationships in your life um, that I think, I think it's changed over time. Like I think initially mm-hmm. 
Um, I think everybody gets their definition of what beauty is from like, like initially, like I'm talking like toddler, elementary school age, you start getting your definition of beauty from what you, what, what you're surrounded by. So your family, your friends, and also what you're watching on TV, what you're playing on your iPad, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I think it kind of starts from there. And I think like, I just want to like throw this in there because I see so much like, you know, well, we have to be mad at it, it, society in general for doing this. And, and I get it. Like, I get where that stems from. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm like a firm believer in like self-responsibility. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to contribute to that. Like, I'm going to say, okay, you know, right now, all I'm seeing is, is what my personal definition of beauty is. However, I'm going to expand that, break that ceiling and say, okay, I'm going to find something beautiful about this person. I'm going to find something beautiful about this that maybe wouldn't be my original go-to and start kind of like growing from there. Yeah. I like like that. Honestly, like, okay. So for example, I hate to say it like this, but I just, I just want to show like my growth in this because I know like everybody's had growth. So like, like when you're young, at least in our generation, when Mm -hmm. we were young, if there was a female who had a really short haircut, that wasn't the picture of beauty you know it was always long luscious locks that's what that's what they said was beautiful that's what society puts on the tvs that's what's on the billboards Mm -hmm. but like so back then I would have just been like okay yeah whatever like go along with it but now I'm like oh no look at her look at that cut look at that angle on Mm -hmm. her hair that is like who could pull that off like look at her go you know Mm -hmm. so I think it just grows Oh, yeah. And we honestly, too, like, we can try to change society, but that takes a whole lot of work. We got to change our individual and relationship, like, in the people we have relationships with. So, but you said, like, I'm expanding my beauty definition. I'm working on, like, complimenting people who don't really fit the cookie cutter beauty, like you said, the short hair thing. Like, that's where we need to do our work and then eventually society picks up on it like we Mm -hmm. we tell society what we're going to allow by the things we do by the way we act by the things we purchase so Mm -hmm. I think if we all start within ourselves and in our own home to break down those barriers and those boundaries of of what's beautiful what's acceptable you know breaking them down there and spreading from there I think will overall make a bigger change Oh, I'm all about that. Oh, I know you are. I know you are. Um, yes. Everything you're saying, I'm like, yes. Say it again. That's what I feel like in my head. Like, I'm like, yep. yep. Bought your daughter every ethnicity of a baby doll. Love it. Yes. Every single one. So they know there's beauty and it looks different for everyone. Beauty looks different Mm -hmm. for every person. And, um, so you just got engaged. Tell me how did Adam influence this um, definition of beauty? Like, did he make you feel beautiful? Just like, how did relationships impact that? And you can talk about Adam or you can talk about any other family member too. So this is like a, a catch all for anyone else in your life of how they um, attributed this to self acceptance. journey. Yeah. Well, I think like, I'll start with like, like my mom, just because I think she was the first person in my life who, who helped me, um, feel beautiful in my own way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of parents do that for their children, you know, just cause it's your parents, you know, mm-hmm. you spend your most time with them from when you're little and you grow up and 
then you start getting different definitions. But like my mom was always kind of like, she was always like a guy's girl, you know, like she's not super Mm -hmm. girly, not super like long hair, um, that sort of thing. Like she's more like tomboyish. So Mm -hmm. for me, I think it started with her because I thought like, I think everybody looks at their parents as the most beautiful people in the world. Like when I look at my mom, she is the most beautiful lady in the whole wide world in my eyes, just because I love her Mm -hmm. that much. Like she is that person for me. So like when I have somebody who doesn't look like me, who doesn't, you know, necessarily like the same aesthetics that I do tell Mm -hmm. me like, no, like you're beautiful. Like you look pretty in that. Like you look great today. You look so happy today. Like hearing those affirmations from my mom and us being two kind of polar opposites on the, the scale, it, it, it just, it really Mm -hmm. started from there. And, um, I've never looked at my mom as anything less, you know? And then I think throughout relationships, um, high school, like I don't even want to count that as like anything. (laughs) Cause I feel like every, it's just a shit show. Like everybody's just trying to like find out who they are, let alone, what they like let alone who they like so I'm erasing high school from like the memory book in this conversation (laughs) I'm skipping straight to Adam um so Adam (laughs) he's great Adam is so he he's he's just like the best package all wrapped up with like a big pretty bow like he has so many great attributes and he Mm -hmm. handles my craziness and handles my mental mind better than than anybody in the world um you know he makes me feel beautiful when we get to go out on dates like that's something that I really Mm -hmm. like he's a pilot so he's not home a lot so when he is home and we get to go on dates favorite thing in the world I feel like the most beautiful girl in the world because I'm like yes dinner like it's just it just makes me feel good um Mm -hmm. he also like makes me feel beautiful worthy he will attempt to cook dinners they're usually pretty good and I love seeing what he comes up with because he's not really like your typical Betty Crocker in the kitchen so I'm always interested (laughs) to see um what he'll come up with so he does that he lets me sleep in that's something that like is important to me that makes me feel like worthy like where he's like yeah you know you work hard you got it going on take that extra hour it's it's those little things like that and then of course I think your significant other has to be physically attracted to you so I think we both have like a strong Mm -hmm. physical attraction for each other and and you know we reciprocate that and let each other know that hey like you look great today or wow looking good looking hot or whatever you know like I love yeah I live for that yeah and it's so important to have that in a relationship too because I feel like sometimes we get so busy and it's like we put it on the back burner, but no, I feel like I know I personally need that. And it's, I love making people feel right. good too. So I love that you two do that. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's all about like, I think like learning and growing with your significant other too. Cause like mm-hmm. now that we're engaged, um, like not that we didn't look at like forever before we were engaged, but like he put a ring on it, like shit got real. So so it's yeah, like, it's, it's legit, like, now. It's legit. Now. like we're in this, you know, so it's just really exciting. Right. Like I'm excited to see how we grow. I'm also excited to see how our like physical like looks change over the years, because what we look like right now, we are not going to look like when we're 70 years old. So I can't oh, wait. Yeah. I'm just so excited to see what happens. 
And you know what, too? Like, as you're talking, it's like I'm feeling like the theme of like love is beautiful like love like we like you love your mom and max you're beautiful but another thing that makes her so so beautiful is that you love Mm -hmm. her so much so it's like and then adam like as you're describing adam in my head i'm thinking oh adam's beautiful i'm like because you love him so much you just speak beauty into him and you speak beauty into your mom because you love him Mm -hmm. so much and that was beautiful the way you talk about both of those people yeah I mean I think like there's just some people in your life who just like when they're around you or they walk into the room that they weren't in before it just feels like warm and there's light and it's Mm -hmm. comfort and I think like those people just are our people you know yeah and you need to keep people like that especially for when you're like you're mentally going crazier me personally, I'm just referring to myself. Like, you know, you need those kind of people in your life. No, I do that too. <laughs> um, so you mentioned things that, like, Adam does that makes you feel beautiful. But what else makes you feel beautiful? Um, well, personally, I think like because I, I, I probably don't work more than like you or anybody else listening to this. So it's just me. I'm a little bit dramatic. Anybody that knows me will tell you I'm, I'm a little bit dramatic. <laughs> However, I feel like I work really hard at my job and I care a lot. So it's like mentally exhausting. So mm-hmm. for me, I think to make myself feel beautiful, I like to give myself time. Because I feel like I give 40 hours of my life to work. And that's fine. I need that to survive. I need that to live. So no problem. But when I don't have that time I have to put into work, I like to be able to have time for me. And it's something I didn't always do. And I'm still working on. So for example, right now, Adam's going to roll his eyes if he listens to this when he hears this. Right now, my (laughs) self-love time is like an hour of me laying in the bathtub up to my neck watching TikToks. Sounds that's beautiful that sounds like a wonderful time and my gauge on like how long I've been in the bathtub and when I need to get out is when the water is now cold I'm like oops yeah it's no longer comfortable I'm gonna get out and get in my robe (laughs) and go do something else like I just know like that's my time for me um Mm -hmm. so that's something that makes me feel beautiful because it makes me feel relaxed it makes me feel you know peaceful and that's something that, like, you didn't say, like, I make myself um, feel beautiful by um, taking four days off work and going to Jamaica. No, something, like, is what change- you do it's, it's is realistic. so, yes. Like, someone else could totally do that. And literally, it might just take an hour or it might just take a bath. Yeah. Re- reset And whatever it is. Like, yeah, I, I like that. to, reset. like, make, make my me time I tried to find it in a book. I tried to pick up reading and I like to read, but I found myself not giving myself that time because I would start reading and then I'd be like, oh my gosh, here's a pile of clothes. I have to fold these clothes. You know what I mean? I would, I would Mm -hmm. find something else to do. So the bathtub thing works for me because once you're in it, it's like not easy to like do anything else besides be in the bathtub. So I think that's why it works for me. So I encourage anybody listening that needs to find some time for themselves. They say they don't have time. Sit in a bathtub of hot water. Now you have time. Oh, I love that. And I second that because yes, I love too. baths. We've We're always been bath people. And I love 
<laughs> I love that you said just giving yourself time makes you feel beautiful. That's Thanks. awesome. That that's awesome. Okay. Well, we um, answered a lot of the questions that I had. Do you want to leave any last words for the people out there or um, any like mic drop things you want to um, say? I think I would you? say just because it, I don't know, like if you're, if you're going to do the bathtub thing, this is, this is so not going to be inspirational. <laughs> so if you're expecting me to say something like super inspirational that you can write and like put on your wall, it's not going to happen. What I'm going to tell you is if you're going to do the bathtub thing, you don't need like luxurious bath bombs and bath salts and, and these like loofahs that like have this handle on them so you can scratch down your back. You don't need all that. You need some dove soap, some good soap that smells nice. You need a hot bath. Yep. You need a washcloth. You need a good hair clip to clip your hair up. That's what you need. You need you need to take ice water. You take water <laughs> yeah. with you. I take my Yeti, fill it up with ice. I'm just telling you, like these things. Like, I think, like, we just over-romanticize everything in our lives and make it have to be, like, this giant big project. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to light a candle. You don't have to put a bath bomb in. Just sit in the effing water, crank it up as high as you can get it to go, and you're done. Yeah. It's easy. So that's my mic drop. That's my advice on the bathtub. Yes. I love it. I'm not going to do that right it. now. That was – that inspired me to do. And you know what? I'm going to feel yeah. so beautiful too like I'm gonna feel so yeah relaxed and that's not that like what you said to relax. relax yes you can't do anything else what else are you gonna do yes. you're in the bathtub you can't you can play on your phone and that's what I do yeah. but I don't I'm not right. paying bills I don't have bills in front of me I have TikTok in front of me I'm watching people dance just yeah and you could laugh and yeah. like it and yeah it's oh, amazing yeah, I it. so I love it. that's my mic drop moment <laughs> well I love your mic drop moment and I love you thank you so much for um, sure. Thank guest. you for having me and letting me chit chat and wanting to hear what I have to say. Oh, anytime. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in with Peace with Peace. You can follow on Facebook or Instagram, and that's peace as in a slice with peace as in peace, love, happiness. Um, if you would like to be interviewed, you can just message me on Facebook. Um, in your story, what you have to say, it will absolutely inspire others. Um, I'm already inspired by Frankie, and I'm going to go get in the bathtub now. So, <laughs> bye, bye, buddy. <laughs>